Hi, I'm Eamon Murphy, and welcome to the Echo Sport Podcast, where we're covering all things GA with Barry O'Mahony and Dennis Hurley. We're back in action after our Christmas break. We will be looking at the Cork Hurling and football teams shortly. They're in their pre-season competitions at the moment, but we're going to start off with the major talking point from last week. Dennis Hurley, your monthly trips up to Parky Grieve to cover the Cork County Board meetings are now on hold. They're gone because they've decided to go behind closed doors. They've effectively banned the media from the county board meetings it hasn't gone down well in some quarters but can you just explain what the thinking was behind the decision from a county board point of view and how it affects you or the media coverage yeah well basically the news came at lunchtime last friday that like you say the county board were what 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 their line is that they're following national national level where central council meets once a month a bulletin is put out afterwards and then the annual congress each february is open to the media um and they're free to report anything that, that happens there. Uh, the first county board meeting of the year is scheduled for Tuesday night, sixteenth. So that's why the the news had to be had to be made made public uh, in the lead up to that. As it happened, I had an interview arranged with Kevin O'Donovan for Friday, and I was in Parky Creek, so I got to kind of talk to him about it straight away. Um, and basically, he he was saying that there are financial reasons and legal reasons and commercial reasons that there's sensitive information that they don't want to be in the public domain, that their commercial partners don't want to be in the public domain, and that it's also felt maybe that delegates might be more inclined to speak up at county board meetings. If it won't be in the Echo If it's not going to be quoted verbatim the, the next day, yeah, that, you know, maybe that there's a sense that people are holding back and the line is that that will lead better and transparent debate which obviously has, ha- hasn't gone down well with that, a lot of people that, there that now. line definitely um, that definitely doesn't sit, sit right with people yeah that doesn't sit right um, you, you can see the the, the pros and cons for it. I, I suppose wh- what you say first of all is that for the last wh- whatever 50 odd years or more the media were allowed to attend the meetings by invitation yes there wasn't you know there wasn't a divine right for the media to yeah. go you'll, you'll say fair enough the GA is a democratic organisation open to everybody and that's true and it's still the case anyone who wants to put their hand up to become a club delegate at their club AGM can do so it's very rarely a, a position that's um, know, say, exactly yeah. yeah so it, it's not that difficult to go to a county board meeting as your club delegate or as your proxy if the delegate is unavailable. Yeah, I mean, like, you could be there as the Kilbritton exactly. delegate in theory yeah, as and, that's your and club, like, so. I suppose if that were to happen, you'd be in a bit of a bind because you'd be hearing information that you know as a member of the GA that you should know as a member of the media. Yeah. And that actually happened to me even with a, a meeting of Forest when they owned Cork City. Because um, you were a, a member of the fan, yeah, fan ownership and group. Yeah, and I was at a meeting and... <laughs> The story actually broke when I was in there, and I had to kind of stand up and say, like, you know, it wasn't me. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the meeting after that, I wasn't at it, and I reported on it, and people thought that I had been, been at it, yeah. riding the two horses. So, like, y- you'd kind of draw a parallel with that. Forrest was very clear that anything said in their meetings was confidential. Yeah. And then in camera, I suppose. Yeah. Is and the, the meetings, the the summary of the meetings then was sent to the members only, but even that information was. 
kind not of, supposed you know, to be discussed. Not of, course, of course, once you email something out, it's going to start getting yeah, spread around the place. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, but, but you draw a similar parallel in that it, you know, it's a, a member-owned organisation, which is what the GEA effectively is. Um, like Barry, what, what 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 did you make of it? Like you know, when you heard the news, I you know. You know, you, you, you haven't been covering board meetings. You, you covered the Congress or the J Convention, I should say, this year, the, the Cork County Board one. But I mean, a big part of kind of growing up was always reading about what, what took part that took place, I should say. At the Absolutely, end. yeah. yeah. Every, we will miss that, <laughs> I think, you know. Every Wednesday morning, you know, um, yeah, for a few years. Once and a month, you'll be. You know, you can see where the, the County Board are coming from. You know, it is, it is disappointing, I suppose, at the end of the day, from, from our point of view. Um, you know, and from a GA supporter point of view, it's disappointing too, isn't it? In that you just, you would like to hear you know what, what's developing and happening at the county board meeting you would like to hear what opinions are being shared from the various delegates but in an increasingly commercial world I suppose and especially with that huge debt around Park Eakleave it's a different animal yeah. now isn't it? Like Le- Leash uh, County Board and, and, and the Offaly County Board went down uh, a similar road you know a, a couple of years ago so um, you know we'll wait and see what happens but you know it is it is disappointing well, as well. Uh, uh, Kevin said that like d- this information came out first in a bulletin about a management committee meeting which will also become the norm the management committee which is the executive and the county committee the county board yeah so the man- management the meeting just for the minutes don't know, that's a, like the chairman that's kevin yeah. and in the ceo role the know, mem- yeah, members of the executive so the minutes of those meetings will also be made public which hadn't happened before so okay. they're saying that that's a kind of a you know an improvement on on what went previously like being realistic if something happens in a county board meeting that's highly controversial and isn't included in the the summary that that's sent out, you know, for whatever reason, there'll be people contacting it, us. And exactly, the, the the info will still come out and taken to you know, to give out. Obviously, there'll be a, there, you you could run the risk of because the meeting isn't directly being reported on of the Chinese whisper situation. Obviously, our job is to to get get to the heart and filter out yeah. that. We'll still be doing that. We still have our contacts who, you know, uh, um, provide information and whatever like that. So yeah. it's not as if it's a complete iron curtain and no one will know what's going on. Yeah, but know, I suppose if there's, if there's an update this summer that the debt has swollen by another three million or whatever, I'm just, I'm just you know, yeah. picking your kind of worst case scenario. So that's, they're not going to be able to sit in that anyway. It's going to P- have to pe- be. Pe- people talk and it makes our job a little bit harder, but we'll still keep doing our job. Yeah, and, and I suppose, you know, if it makes it easier for the Cork GA to secure better, I don't know, sponsorship deals and whatnot. I don't know. Well, look, it's, it's hard to see that that's the case. That's the angle they're kind of going with here. That that, that you know, I mean, the naming rights are still up for grabs for Parky Creed. Yeah. They're trying to secure someone to do that, and there's various other deals they're looking to to deliver on. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a shame. It's a pity. I did. I always enjoyed reading them. Just forgetting about the journalist hat, just as a GA member or supporter or a sports fan or you know a cork man i always did like reading about what was discussed there there was always some interesting lines came out of it some yeah, bit of humor maybe there was a case of a bit of playing to the gallery at times though then at the same token perhaps, I could see some delegates yeah. probably wanting to you know to entertain and, and, and give a good quip which 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 was humorous but maybe didn't improve the meeting or the discussion that was there i'm, I'm not sure but look it's a shame it's a shame um, it's a shame but you know i'll i'll be sitting watching champions league <laughs> and get over it you will see every step of arsenal's path to victory you're not going to win the league now so you <laughs> ramp your way to to the champions league uh, I, I suppose on the field action i know the car, two car teams were were, were were playing this weekend but there was three games in croke park they're not always live on tg car tg car does stream these games because of the junior intermediate finals but they're often on youtube and things these games were on were on TG Cahar. Unfortunately, particularly in the case of the two games on, f- on Saturday night, there's two junior and a junior intermediate hurling final 
and the Cork teams were well beaten by their Kilkenny counterparts. Dennis, you were up there yourself and Roy Noonan were covering the games. Uh, it was pretty grim watching it on because they never looked like they were going to win the games. At the same time, I was talking to you last week and you weren't expecting that we'd be covering any victories on that. Yeah, anyway. the sense beforehand was that the two Kilkenny teams Very were teams, strong like. favourites yeah. and that's that's what happened. So I don't think anyone can say they were hugely surprised. Obviously, it was disappointing about the size of the the two defeats um, in, in terms of Castle Lions. You know, they look back at a start where they just could not get going you know uh, Thomas Hung had five points in the first ten minutes could have even had a goal um, good defending by Niall O'Leary kind of prevented that but even Castellines early shooting attempts and they did get their hands on the ball they just you know they were either off target or they were short and when you when you're going as an underdog and you give the opposition the head start like that it's, it's always hard, going yeah. to be tough um, and like they did, they they came back then to five three, and then Thomas Stone pushed on again to eleven four, and you're kind of fearing, you know, fearing what might happen then. But um, twice near the end of the first half, Anthony Spillane kind of he did well. Like he, he didn't get much possession all evening, unfortunately. He did uh, well. He did well marked, I suppose. Yeah, like Thomas Stone defended very well. But the ball wasn't coming in, and he did get he forced a turnover at one stage, and then there was a very good ball in. Um, one of them, he was crowded out for a 65, the other was saved by the keeper well for a 65. Um, you were going to need Spillane stitching a yeah, couple of goals well anyway to have any to put the two of them over, it was 11-6 half time. Then Cullen Spillane got a great point at the start of the second half. And you're thinking 11-7, you know. Who knows what happened. Exactly, they might get a goal or whatever, but Thomas Stone came back with two points and a goal. And they really pushed and that, that, that was it. Yeah. And like 16 points in the end was probably a bit rough on Castle Lions, but you couldn't have any, um, couldn't have any complaints about the outcome, unfortunately. What you would say is that Kilkenny are very like Kerry in the football equivalents. Um, there's 12 senior clubs in Kilkenny, so it's the 13th club representing them in the intermediate. Or even the 12th, you could argue, because they've got promoted and the, the team but were relegated. You good, could say maybe the 13th yeah, And, and, and Brendan so. Hoare, the Castellan selector, said they're probably not even 12 either. That they're, they're looking to contend. It took them a while to Top get out of maybe. intermediate. They lost three out of four finals. I think they've won two under 21 A's. They're ready to, to have a go at senior. Um, and th- th- that showed on the pitch. Um, yeah, whereas Castellanes, with, with the best respect in the world, like you wouldn't be marking them down, no, Barry, she wouldn't as potential senior A champions next year yeah. in Cork Curling. They'll be, I think they'll go up and do well. They'll be know. very competitive. They'll yeah. be competitive, but um, like, and you certainly wouldn't if they were up to Premier Senior be saying they'd be given Black uh, Rock or Sars a game. Absolutely not. Yeah. Know, they, like they will be disappointed, but you know they've had a great season, haven't they? You know, yeah. Winning the county after so much... Uh, Disappointment, you know, over the years, uh, losing semi-finals and they, they possibly overachieved um, getting there. I mean, you remember the two semi-finals; they were both underdogs as well. St. Catherine's and Castellanes. Yeah, and we could have been looking at a situation where Castellanes year ended against um, Crot O'Neill's uh, in the the Munster semi-final. You know, so they, they were, were done by nine points in the first yeah. half there, yeah. and they came back. So, you know, it, it's it's really tough to win a club all Ireland. Very hard, um, and especially against a Kilkenny team like that. You know, when it's so tough to come out of Kilkenny, anyone who comes out of Kilkenny is pretty much going to be favourites to go all the way. And you, you need things to go your way and hope that they have an off day. Yeah, and, and I would say, Catherine's, I mean, you're looking at a team who, you know, they probably possibly could have won it. And I know Robbie O'Flynn was available for Aaron Zone, so that was a first team player. But like, I mean, they, they lost Aaron Zone's second team and they managed to recover yeah. to get all the way to winning Munster and getting to an Ireland final. That was an incredible achievement. I was looking at Dennis Walsh's 
quotes afterwards he was talking to Rory and I mean he was saying look they, they had eight starting under 21s you know and then a few more came on and again at under 21 they lost the under 21 B in Immokilly now in the circumstance of their other season was going on so their preparation would have been ideal but they lost to Jack Lee he's done Gorney in the in the 21 B final yeah. and then they got all the way to Croke Park whereas their opponents had Walter Walsh thundering through getting a goal <laughs> yeah. after 15 minutes like having that, played the All-Ireland final a few months ago uh, against uh, Limerick as strange as it sounds I think getting to an All-Ireland final might be seen by catchers as a springboard to win the county absolutely it will. Like, and, they, they will and the age profile is so good now yeah, that they can you so know. you know and like Dennis Walsh even said it when I interviewed him in the lead up to the final like that they got to the he was 16 when they got to the county junior final in 1981 and they lost to Milford um, and like it was the first time they'd ever got to that stage but they came back two years later to win the junior then they battled intermediate then they got up to Probably senior up to you senior, know. yeah incredible so, stuff um, they, they obviously it's hugely disappointing but you know the disappointment of losing an All-Ireland final can only be had by getting to the All-Ireland final yeah. which means it was a good year which means it's you know it, it's still good experience banked and something you look to build on yeah, yeah they did very well like didn't they just to I get to the well, after, yeah. uh, after losing the, the county final yeah, yeah they like to shot with their free checker there who's still you know leaving start there in St. Coleman's uh, exactly. yeah, yeah they're yeah. a very yeah. young team like so. you know Owen Davis O'Sheen Fitzgerald Kevin Barry uh, Sean O'Donoghue yeah, yeah, yeah like, all the lads they have a good team they'll you know they'll rebound from it you know they probably knew themselves they were going to be up against it what was just interesting is I just saw again people commenting and, and I know they're coming from oh god look at the difference between Cork and Kilkenny hurling and we're physically off the mark mm. and they, you know the two Kilkenny teams romping romping to the titles and we were getting shown up but I mean I suppose the Cork club still had to get there I mean Limerick are all-earned champions and their junior and intermediate teams weren't in the all-earned finals this 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 year at club level well so th- like that's if Cashins are playing the 25th best team in Kilkenny Castle Lions were the 25th best team in Cork yeah you're going to switch the two of those yeah. around yeah so I I I think you, you take those kind of comments with, with a grain of salt, really. Yeah, and Cork car clubs have won these competitions before, haven't they? I mean, the record's pretty good. Munster Bad, record Paddy is Gibbon excellent. Paddy Gibbon won it last year, you yeah. know, and I don't think... When these when, when Cork teams lose these, it's taken as a sign of crisis. But when they win them, it's not... It's not, it's not a pointer to say we better exactly. prepare the parade for the yeah, South yeah, Mall yeah. for uh, so July as it is Some now. people will always kind of take the negative side of the menu. And I, I Kilimatra yesterday or on, on Sunday they they, they were they were desperately yeah. lucky or, or maybe it wasn't bad luck maybe it was just failure to take their chances sixteen points they ended up with at the end of the day and they lost by by a goal in the point yeah I'll be honest I, I didn't see the full game because I was in Mallow but I, I caught the the highlights when I got home on um, Sunday night and you know they lost by by four points one eight to seven um, but they did everything they right bow, like bow, bow, put the ball, ball over, over the, yeah, the, the bow like they you know sixteen sixteen wides. Um, very unlucky. Yeah, yeah a lot of kick, kickable uh, scores, yeah. but of course they were chasing the game. They struggled to get their scores on the board early. Yeah, then so they conceded they a goal to a very good team. Colliano were, were you know very, very well regarded going into this this game. But I just you know that was the one I was kind of whatever with Saturday night's games. They were massive underdogs before and they weren't good enough on the night either of the two car clubs. But God, Kilimatra could have won that. Yeah, like they'll, they, have, they a, they'll have regrets. Yeah, um, they definitely could have. They, they were probably they the better team, like you, all, know, like they you were know, they were a better team. Like they, they had, they, they probably weren't. You know, was a possession. They, they had uh, more possession. You know, everything was in their favour. Yeah. You know, power to the the, the scoreline. And even a couple know. of late goal chances there, as the clock was ticking down, one was turned into a point. Another one from Daniel Dineen was blocked on the line. Brilliant defending. You now, to be to be fair, but at that point there was like about two and a half minutes left. It was a four point game. Jeez, if they got a goal, they might have forced extra time. You know. Yeah. Um, Would have, could have, should have, of course. But like, like, but but like the t- you know, the top score. F- 
you know, was a was a, was a cornerback, you know, uh, yes. Colin McLaughlin. He got three points from playing, so that probably just says it all, yeah, really. Uh, just the forwards, you know, the forwards just, just, just didn't fire, and you know, they they had been firing all season. I ah, think. Yeah, they had a great. Um, one. It was just look, some top teams. Look, it was just one of those days, and you know, co- listen, co- they, beat, um, they beat the Kerry champions to win Munster, you know, on, on route. Yeah. I know they were and, they, and, they, and they won the county. Um, yeah. you know, which was which was the. The ultimate, I suppose, goal to that after the season, and you know, and obviously, anyway, you know, in 2024. So, um, you know, did, you know, <laughs> there will be a lot of disappointment there this week, but you know, in the dust settles, um, they've had a historic season, really. Yeah, and will John Evans still be around? I wonder when the the league starts. At the, at yeah, the start of March? it's an interesting one. Um, been there I, two seasons, I, I, sorry, I suppose when he when, when he came in first, I suppose the, the plan was to stay for two seasons and win um, a county, which he did, and win a county, and you know, he's achieved that so. So just you know, wait and see. Um, so there'll be no decision this week. But um, to be to be that. great if he stayed, both for Kilimanjaro and probably just for Cork football because he's a great great character. And I don't like speaking speaking uh, positively uh, about uh, Kerry people because I don't like to give him too much credit. But he does bring he's that bit of the cute Kerry horror. But but he he he's very to succinct in his own way as well. Like he he knows the game inside out. Oh, he, he knows the area. He knows Cork football. Yeah, because he I, gets results. Uh, I spoke yeah. a lot to him now um, over the last uh, two seasons. Like, and a great guy. Yeah, you know, you be first, first you know, comes true, doesn't it? You, you be on the phone to him for you know about forty five minutes. Like, you know, yeah. great well, you guy. See how lads will play for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that 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 you you'd be looking at the side and saying, I'm not going to let this guy down. You know what I mean? He loves his football and 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 he respects the you know what what club football is about. I think or what clubs like mean to parish. After after the All Ireland uh, semi final above in Portlaoise, I was uh, interviewing. After the game, and he to to rush off onto the pitch to to warm down the players, like and you know normally like in you know in other teams, you know you'd have another coach maybe know, or you know just to do that. But hey, look, but the size of know, backrooms they have now. Um, you especially doing like warm he, his fingerprints were, were all over this team, and you know he's, he wanted he's, to save the moment with them too. Maybe he's, he's a great guy, and you know I hope he stays on. Yeah, um, I, I think yeah. it would be a big bluff for Look, they're up there now and they'll be competitive at Senior A, have no doubt. Yeah, I think so. You know, so. I'm not saying they're going to be going winning it, but I mean, oh, yeah. they've played Division 1 football for, for a few years and they were knocking on the door for a while, so they were probably, it was almost an overdue county they won this year in some ways, given yeah. that they're... Like they've been in Division 1 league for a number of years and yeah. they, they finished and like mid-table. That's league like, final, like. And, and the league final, they finished mid-table last season. Like, yeah. So they've been really competitive. Like very, very, very competitive. Yeah. And there's been a few changes around the county. Dennis, we've been kind of keeping track of all the managerial switches. One, one of the interesting appointments that you broke the other day was Kieran Kingston going back down, not as the manager of Tracton, but he'll be in a coaching capacity down, down there. Brilliant yeah. to see Kieran back involved in that. Yeah, job. definitely. I know Tracton will be one of the contenders, whatever we do for Junior A. Oh, you, you'd, you'd imagine like they'll, they'll have to be. Yeah, um, like Kieran said, like he he had had offers from elsewhere, and none of them really kind of grabbed him. He was he was expecting or hoping to take another year out of hurling because he'd have travel and work commitments and things like that. Um, but he said obviously when it's your home club and they come to you after they've been relegated and you know yeah. they're looking to kind of. Things up. Yeah, and just get a bounce and get back up again. You know, he, he couldn't say no. Um, and uh, obviously, for th- for them to have someone like Kieran come in, a former Cork manager, former Cork coach, and and that you know that can only give things a lift. You'd imagine it, Tracton's kind of fate just underlines how even the the grades are. I think because they went from reaching the county final in twenty twenty two and losing to Barry Giblin yeah. being relegated last year, um, and they're down in the the carry down junior A hurling for the first time in 45 years or so they'll be hot favourites to win that but at the same time they're the scalp of everyone else I know, to I know. Especially, with, especially with Kieran on the side yeah, right now you know like the, the junior A is still probably the toughest one to win because you have to come mm. through your division first and you have to perform every day and it, you know you can just get caught so 
they they'll it'll be a challenge for them definitely. But you know, it's um it's good to see good to see uh someone like that. You know, th- I think the word Kieran News used when interviewed him was that he he felt obliged to do it. You know, yeah, there's always good. a duty when it is. But but it's a bit like with John Ev- John Evans, the the bigger characters or the higher profile people that are on the sidelines. You know, it it, it adds to the product is wrong. Absolutely, like, yeah, yeah. The club G isn't a product, but you know, it, it it'll draw fellas. You know, their first league game. You now people say, "Geez, I might go down." And yeah, look at that. No, yeah. Kieran's on the on the sideline. It, it generates a bit of a buzz. Yeah. And in the bars, Barry uh, Brian Roach took took over. That was. Yeah, it took a while to get that that over the line. Then yeah, uh, White Smoke came uh, last Thursday, and uh, you know he's an interesting guy. Um, he was the first Irishman to uh, to win a Heineken uh, Cup medal when he played for 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 uh, Bat uh, over in England uh, back in 1998. I think they, I think they won it. Um, my knowledge now wouldn't be great, but yeah, uh, I think they won. I, anyway I think they won sure. in 98. Um, so yeah, um, he was a selector uh, last season under. Um, Paul O'Keefe and he was the strength and conditioning coach when they won the um, when they won the county. Um, yeah, of course, he yeah, was the Sars manager before and involved with Sars when they won county. So when they won the county in 2021, yeah, um, he was strength and conditioning coach and um, you yeah, know, so he, he knows the Very the, the, the bows yeah. inside out. He he played for the club. Um, he was a dual player. And uh, you know Jimmy Barry uh, Murphy is you know is, is coming on board. Box office yeah. addition to the yeah. uh, so to the to the ticket. But yeah, it makes it interesting. I mean, look, the Bears probably you know whatever about two years ago when they got beaten by Nemo, where Nemo you know definitely did the bit of a rope it up, talked themselves down before, and delivered a magnificent performance. The Bears, you know. They just they just didn't really hit their full heights in the semi final exit this year. Yeah, like uh, and they so had a good this last like season. I should did say. It, I suppose a great season up until that point. You I know, know, they, I they know. won they the were, league. They, they were all our picks to win it. Like yeah, they, they, they won the league. They yeah. won the league. They breezed through the the championship group stage and they just just never got going. It was you know that can happen. And um, yeah, so they'll come back with a nice bit of yeah. hunger, bit bit of bit of hunger this year. And when they do play Nemo, Nemo won't have Luke Connolly in situ because yeah, uh, yeah, he, as you revealed he, over um, the weekend, he unfortunately has to retire only thirty one. Yeah, fierce young. Fierce young, and you know, I can remember when I was younger, he was a great player. You know, coming coming up through the underage ranks with the Cork Minors and Cork under twenty ones, and you know, then he uh, then he made uh, the the Cork senior panel, and you know, he was he was a very good player. Like on his day, he was a, he was ah, an excellent exci- player. He was exciting. Um, he was a Murray type soccer style. Yeah, GA player. He'd oh, go he go for was, goals, and, and he was a brilliant soccer player for Corinthians as well. Um, I remember him playing underage. Like he was he was a right back, but he was you know. He he was one of these marauding right backs who could thunder up the be pitch, a playmaker yeah. from there almost like um and like obviously then came through with the, that Cork minor team in twenty ten that got to the All Ireland final Brian Hurley and the lads yeah. yeah and he's on he was uh, the star of the Creel Street team which unfortunately remains the last Cork school to win the Carnivory in twenty eleven um and then you know he he did it with Nemo he captained Nemo to win the county in their centenary year which is a great um a great accolade to have um and then he you know. He played with Cork. He was probably unlucky that times weren't great for Cork when he was probably at his peak, which can, can happen, guys. Um, and yeah, first man for goals, though, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You, you think and sometimes try crazy shots that didn't come <laughs> off as well. But you, you think of the twenty nineteen county final against Duhallo, I think he got um, he got two fives that day, and then he uh, <laughs> then the video came out of him uh, sweeping the dressing room afterwards. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's a great character. Um, you know, he, like he wasn't afraid to have a shot, which. No. You know, we, we lament so much watching football nowadays. Oh, the yeah, problem yeah. is when fellas do take a shot and it doesn't go straight over. Like, what are you shooting yeah, from there yeah, for? But he's a man to score the outside of the boot too. Yeah, he had the conference to, um, you and know, the, to and, the, and the black socks, black socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, conference to 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 have to go and not mm. to be 
not to be affected by one going wide and to have to go again. And you need that kind of belief to, to be a forward in football. I think we, we probably wish there were more guys like that. Um, it, it's a pity that, you know, he's not ha- making a decision himself. The injury um, is yeah, um, he's gone traveling. Yeah. Uh, you never know. Look, like, I suppose you know, I know he's out now with an injury. Like we could still be putting a story out, you know, sometime in the next eighteen months where he's decided to give it another go or yeah, whatever. Maybe exactly, the knee will yeah. heal up, heal up but from from not but playing. Ultimately, it came down to, to medical advice. Yeah, that's what he was, you know. Um, but like you know, we've seen before, you know, people retire and yeah, you know, get another uh, lease of life. Like yeah, you know, yeah, John Miskell. Johnny Miskell, exactly. Um, yeah, he, he was going retiring from everything mm, from club, club and county oh. in in two thousand eleven when he when he finished up the end of that season simply because again injuries and the legs were gone mm. and by the time it kind of rolled back around to seven or eight months later when the and the eve of championship he kind of said he'd give it a rattle and obviously paid off so he got a county out of it and, and, and a couple of reasons all stars and played superbly all the way up to 40 so you know you wouldn't you would know what Luke will depend exactly on, depend, d- d- depend on how the body the body will dictate mm. it I suppose and maybe the hunger himself yeah um, but you know it, it is a pity but I, I suppose when you're with Nemo if you do play till the age of 31 you've probably got a few county medals yeah there. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> stacked up but, but you know it's a, it's a blow like isn't it you know for the, for the new manager of Abbey Odoi and yeah you know, obviously they'd be desperate to, to, to regain that Andy Sand Cup, so um, yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, you know, it, it how does, it does they play without their, their task tougher. And just just before we finish up, we're not going to go into detail about about, about the, uh, the the Cork Intercounty action because we'll we'll wrap all that up next week because we'll, the, the two preseason competitions will be finished. But just uh, Cork are playing Kerry on Friday night in Parky Ring McGrath Cup final. They won it last year. Kerry look like they're taking that competition a bit more seriously this year than they did last year when they had half a team out. Or uh, less than half a team, so th- that should be a good game on Friday night in Parky Ring. And then Dennis, just out the, from the hurling perspective, Jackie Dalton picked up uh, a foot injury, yeah. a parcel injury is what it seems like it is. So that, yeah, that was that's the pity, fear. So he'll have another bit out in the sidelines, which is a pity. Um, Cork, Cork beat Clare um, on on Sunday, which means that they're playing Limerick on Wednesday night in Rathkeel, and the winners of that game will face Waterford in the the final next Sunday. Um, so you know, you're you're almost wondering. Is is it worth the hassle of winning that game and then having three matches in a week? You know, given that this, this, this you know, and there's Fitzgibbon Cup. Blue yeah, Major, and so. th- th- this match was due to be played last week in Mallow and was called off because of the fog, so it's kind of a bit of an inconvenience to be played. But obviously, there's players going out there looking to impress the management and to stake a claim. So I don't think there'll be any shadow boxing from that point of view. My big the thing is just minimise injuries. <laughs> yeah, the must come with the fact to limit uh, the tickets to two thousand because obviously there is a, a lot of people looking to see Limerick, so there should be a good atmosphere there. Uh, obviously it won't be anywhere near championship or even league intensity but it'll be good on a Wednesday night and hopefully there'll be a big crowd in parking now Friday, Friday night for the McGrath Cup yeah final. there's not a whole lot of time so I mean mm. it's, it's as good a good game as any for anyone to go especially with the league uh, just a week away yeah so. and, and Cork don't play Kerry in the league so you know that's your chance to see a Cork Kerry game hopefully before if Cork win the first round championship they'll be down in Clarny then in mid-April for a Munster semi-final um, look that wraps us up for this week you can find us every Tuesday on echolive.ie forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast thanks for joining us